Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Swears and Does Hair podcast. This week, I want to talk to you about Instagram. I've been hearing a lot of people saying, oh, Instagram is dead. It's not what it used to be. You can't get the same number of likes or the same number of views. And the Instagram algorithm keeps changing so much, blah, 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 blah. And I think, honestly, these are a lot of excuses to say, this is too hard and I don't understand it. And I I am not willing to invest the time into learning how to overcome what I perceive as these new challenges. So uh, last week I was talking um, at the very end of the waitlisting episode about uh, the masterclass that I have coming out at the beginning of February called Mindset Reset and um, how a lot of the challenges that people have in their business aren't specifically related to the thing that they think is what's holding them back. And it's really a mindset shift that they need to make surrounding a specific topic to help them overcome because they have to approach the problem differently in order to find a solution. And Instagram is definitely one of those things where I think most people, their problem isn't really Instagram, it's their mindset. They need to shift their mindset around Instagram in order to find out where they need to actually be focusing their time. Um, Maybe the problem isn't actually Instagram. It is their booking process or the lack of clarity on who their dream client is, et cetera, et cetera. So um, this mindset of, oh, well, Instagram is dead. The next new thing is coming or TikTok is better. I'm switching over to TikTok. Um, I don't have the time to constantly be doing all of this stuff on Instagram. So I'm going to focus more on blogging or I'm going to focus more on this or that or whatever. Um, Whereas, you know, broadening how you market is never a bad thing. But if you're saying, oh, Instagram is dead, Instagram is dead, it's not what it used to be, whatever, it's too hard. I think your your biggest thing is that you need to shift your mindset because Instagram is not dead. Instagram is still an incredibly powerful tool one when done right versus just trying to do Instagram the way that you've always done Instagram. So I launched a course um, in January of 2022 called Visibility Factor, and it was all targeted specifically to using Instagram to grow your bridal hair and makeup business. So this wasn't like a general Instagram course. Um, it wasn't for like a Reels course and how to be, you know, go viral and do all these things or whatever. It was specifically how to use the different pieces inside of Instagram 
to be more strategic and get better quality results to grow your Insta, uh, your Instagram visibility and use that to get more bookings. Okay. Where Instagram was a year ago is already different than where it is uh, in January of 2023. The course has been revamped and is relaunching actually um, tomorrow. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more, um, but I had to go in and I had to update a lot of the different things, not just the technical, here's where this button now is located in some of the tech videos, but also a little bit more on the strategy side of things because Instagram has shifted and has changed. And so that's why I think a lot of people are coming up with the whole you know, cop out of, oh, well, Instagram is dead. No, it's just shifted and it's changed. And it has consistently been shifting and changing every few weeks or every few months for the last couple of years. The people who are able to roll with the punches and roll with these changes and be like, okay, we're doing this now. All right. How can I approach this change more strategically? How does this impact how I'm using the app? And do I need to shift my perspective on my results? Do I need to start looking at different metrics and using those to measure my success? At the end of the day, if the changes that you are making in your Instagram strategy are leading to more bookings and um, more visibility, more inquiries, more money, then it's working for you. And you don't need to worry about and you don't need to care about how many likes you get or how many views you get on your reels or even using reels at all. All of 2022, there was such a heavy push for Instagram reels that so many businesses felt so burnt out trying to keep up with this hamster wheel of consistently creating reels. And um, I have one student inside my course who said that she felt like, Every single Saturday, you know, she got up early, she spent hours working, um, doing hair on the wedding day, working and networking with these other vendors and doing all this kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, she just wanted to be able to go home and relax and enjoy her life. But she felt so pressured to go home, take all the content that she created that day, create a reel post it, tag all these vendors so that everybody could still take that momentum and that excitement and the reels that they had created. And everybody was suddenly sharing and they all gave each other momentum. And then it got all of these views. And she felt like if she didn't do that every single week, that it was going to negatively impact her business. And she was going through you know, different things, um, you know, personal wise and time commitments and stuff like that. And it just felt like this extra drain on her time and on her energy when she wanted to be focusing on other things. Okay. Reels became this high priority focus for so many people in the beauty industry. And people were like leaving Instagram left and right. I saw so many people who were posting passive aggressive um, captions and passive aggressive um, Instagram stories and being like, that's it. I'm leaving the app. I don't know when I'll be back. Peace out. And as a business, what kind of message do you think that that is sending to your, your potential clients? They're going to be like, well, okay, I don't want to work with this person. She's so negative. Like if she's burnt out, then she needs to make changes somewhere. 
And just suddenly stopping or quitting Instagram isn't necessarily a beneficial change. You just have to shift how you use the app and use it a little more strategically. You don't have to spend hours on Instagram and on social media every single day in order to make it work for you. You don't have to post reels. And thankfully, I'm already seeing in early 2023, a lot of people, specifically people in the social media management um, field and the people who are out there and who are making thousands of dollars um, educating people about social media and educating people about reels specifically, even they are coming out and saying, you know what? Reels is not the only way to grow your business. And it's not the only way to get more followers. Um, followers doesn't get you paid. Okay. So they're admitting a lot of these things that I've been talking about for the last year. All right. And they're saying, Hey, this is not the only way to grow. Reels is not the be all end all. It is a great way, um, to get information to your clients in a fun and entertaining way. And it is something that the algorithm is prioritizing a little bit more, but it is not the only thing that the algorithm is prioritizing anymore. And I think the people behind Instagram really realize where they fucked themselves over is because they pushed this so much and they made it so complex and they changed the back end of where the fucking buttons are and the features and this and the that, and then you have to do this and learn all that. So many people got so burnt out by trying to do that, that they left the the app and they were like fuck it i'm just gonna if i'm gonna have to make these damn videos anyways i'm just gonna go over to tiktok okay and they changed and they lost a lot of people and they lost a lot of momentum because they realized that they were putting so much pressure on businesses to become content creators and there are different types of people who use the app and there are different types of people who create content for the app there are people their entire job is to create content they're the ones that were cranking out the reels because literally that's their job. And even the people who are content creators and when um, 2022 came around and uh, Instagram was like, well, you can become a content creator and you can get paid for your reels views. And they were like, yeah. And that's why you saw people posting like two or three fucking reels a day because they were getting paid for their views. And that's why there was such a huge focus on going viral because they were getting paid for it. Of course, that's the message that they're going to be putting out there. Of course, that's the level of content that they're going to be um, cranking out. We don't have to keep up for that. We're not getting paid for our Reels views, okay? And even them are coming out with, you know, these sarcastic Reels now being like, oh, when you expected your, your views check to be more and, you know, it's bullshit, essentially. So even the people who are cranking out all of these things and putting all their eggs in that one basket and being like, okay, I'm just going to get paid for reels views. So let me do these things that get me a lot of views. Cause that's how I'm going to get paid. They're like, well, I'm still not even getting paid all that much. Okay. So when in you're in the service industry and you're not getting paid for your reels views. All right. We don't need to care about that so much. So Instagram is like, okay, yeah. So maybe let's not focus so much on reels in 2023 and find a way to get people back into the app get them a little bit more back to that authentic original experience, we're not going to prioritize reels so much. So if you're um, one of the people who is feeling so stressed out by reels, I'm here to tell you in our industry, don't. 
Don't worry so much about reels. Don't focus so much on them. Are they a powerful feature? Yes, absolutely. 100% when done correctly and when used strategically, they can be incredible for helping to grow your business. Most people are not using them strategically. They're just putting it out there. They're getting home from their wedding. They're putting together a reel. They're putting it out there and they're getting a lot of momentum at the beginning. But because it's not done strategically, that momentum dies off quickly. Okay. And it's not continually um, growing their exposure. It's not continually growing their visibility. It's not doing anything to continue to add to the value building. It's not um, adding to the educational features, um, which leads to value building and authority building and expertise. Um, it's not doing anything to build up um, urgency, all of these things. That is what your marketing message does for your business. And if you're just putting out content to get visible, you're missing all of the strategy features, um, why we post on Instagram to begin with. So uh, I just want you to release that stress and that pressure on yourself because there's so many ways to still continue to grow um, through Instagram. I'll use myself as an example. I only posted two reels, I think during the month of November, and I had one of my biggest growths in um, follower count during that month. I had been posting all of these reels. I had been focusing really heavily on reels. Um, July, August, September, October, November, I was kind of burnt out from it. I took time off and, and stepped back from it and um, meant to kind of get back into it in December and really still didn't. Uh, but I continued to grow in November in follower count. Okay, I didn't grow nearly as much in follower count in December, but guess what? November and December were two of my highest income months in my coaching business since I started in nearly three years. Because I shifted a lot of my strategy and a lot of my focus on Instagram into different places, so I'm still continuing to grow. I haven't had a negative month in my follower count. I'm still continuing to grow. It's by a smaller percentage when I'm not focusing so much on visibility and follower growth, but I'm still making more and more sales. My sales per month is continually going because I'm now using Instagram and I'm not focusing so much on the vanity metrics. So you can learn these type of things and you can implement them for your service-based business, okay? I'm not getting paid to be an Instagram creator. I'm getting paid by clients who find out about me, realize who I help, how I can help them, and recognize me as an authority on helping them grow their bridal beauty business and are now educated on what I do and how I'm uniquely qualified to help them and they're uh, investing with me. It's a long game, okay? There are some people who come into my world and find me really quickly and they're just those unicorn clients who are like, yes, I'm ready to go right now. But because the nature of my business is not um, as date specific, as the bridal industry, I have to shift my strategy and be like, okay, I'm a little bit more in the long haul kind of strategy. I need to nurture my audience a little bit more over time to build up the authority 
that I'm worth this big investment or a small investment because I have, you know, smaller ticket items and I have that customer journey kind of really mapped out and dialed in and my marketing supports every step of that buyer's journey. With weddings, it's slightly different because you're not necessarily going to be selling to your entire audience at all times. There are going to be parts of your audience who are um, ready to book, already booked, and their wedding has already passed. So you're going to have different parts of your audience that you're speaking to, and you still need to continue to nurture them. There's still a whole client journey that you can map out through Instagram, um, even for people who have booked other vendors or their wedding is long past, you can map out a client journey and you can still nurture them and you can still get a, a lot of extra benefits and sales um, from these people that has nothing to do with booking their wedding if you understand the marketing strategies and how to map out your content for different goals, okay? So, when it comes to reels too, I want to kind of go back to that just a little bit. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my coaching students um, two or three weeks ago now, and we were talking about um, how the reels by a lot of beauty artists have started to shift in tone in a way that I think has started to become very detrimental. And I'm not going to name any names or anything because I'm not I'm not like that and I don't like to point fingers. However, there is a trend that I've noticed where some people kind of got briefly insta famous, I guess you can say, um by making reels that mocked clients or kind of shit talked clients a little bit and they went semi viral in the beauty industry because everybody was kind of like, "Oh my god, yes, I totally relate." But they started seeing like, okay, these people are getting Insta famous. They're getting really popular. I keep seeing their reels. They're really funny because as um, an artist, we're like, yeah, that's really funny. Those fucking mother of the brides or those bridesmaids with the dirty hair or the whatever, you know, it was super relatable content. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that if you've posted a reel on that topic that I'm talking about you. Um, I'm saying that there were several people who are making those style of reels that were more antagonistic and mocking, which helped them um, with exposure for a second because it was something new. And so they kind of kicked off that little trend. So like think about back to, I don't know if you're, you were big into YouTube and watching makeup videos uh, way back when, but when beauty blenders became a thing, suddenly everybody was doing tutorials on beauty blender sponges. And then one person decided that they were going to be like, well, instead of using a beauty blender sponge, what else can I use instead? And then it kicked off this whole trend where suddenly everybody was using these obnoxious materials to simulate the effect of a beauty blender sponge. And this was back when like beauty blender sponges were like beauty blender only and they were like $20. And so everybody's like, what's a more cost efficient thing that I can use? And I saw people using like fucking hard boiled eggs 
like stupid, stupid shit. And it was getting more and more ridiculous because you couldn't just do the same thing that everybody else was doing. You had to take it one step further in order to get the virality, in order to get the views for that shock effect. And it kicked things off. And it, so it started off with, I think it was when the silicone blender sponges came out and they cut up one of those like silicone bra inserts. And they were like, well, this is silicone. Let's see if it works the same way. And that got big. And then everybody kind of kicked it off. So I'm saying that same effect kind of happened. All right. And there are people who have taken that concept of let's talk about the things that bridal party members do wrong that impedes our success as a bridal artist or impedes their ability to have a relaxing wedding morning. And they use it as an opportunity to educate their their audience and they do it beautifully and they do it in a really great way. Okay, so. The, the subject matter is not what I'm talking about. And that's not kind of the issue, so to speak, that I have. It is the tone that it's presented. And some people have gotten very mocking in their, um, their presentation of this information. And I think that we need as an industry to kind of take a step back and think about it from a client perspective, okay? How would that person feel? Would they feel like shit watching your reel and being like, oh my God, she hates people like me? Or would she look at that and be like, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm so glad that's been brought to my attention in a way that doesn't make me feel like shit. So now I know, okay, don't do that. Okay. I didn't know that. So, when my kids, so I'm, I'm a parent and, you know, I have a 16-year-old and an almost 14-year-old, all right? And throughout their lives, when we've had to step in as parents and correct behavior, there have been times when they've gotten really upset by us correcting their behavior. And I've had to take a step back and say to them, hey, but it's okay. You didn't know this. You're not a bad person because you didn't know this. You didn't come out of the womb knowing how to walk. You had to learn that. You did not come out of the womb understanding this concept. It's my responsibility as your parent to step in and say, hey, this behavior is not okay. Here's what we need to do instead. I'm educating you on this. I'm not yelling at you about this because you didn't know it yet. Once you know it, if you do it again, that's when we're going to escalate into the reprimanding and the, you know, the punishment phase. But at the very beginning, when you're learning something new, we're still on that education phase. Okay. So when you're trying to parent your audience and explain to them the behaviors on what they should and should not do for a wedding, make sure you're approaching it from that mindset. Okay. Are you yelling at your audience and making them feel like shit or are you educating their, your audience? Are you approaching in a way of, hey, you may not have known this, now you do? Or are you saying, oh my God, you're so fucking gross or you're so selfish or you're so whatever? Okay, so just really keep in mind. And I think that the ones that hit home with a lot of us in, as artists are the more mocking ones 
the ones that hit a little harder at the clients because it feels like, God, I wish I could say that. I wish I had said that to some. It's that like that those thoughts that we keep to ourselves. If you wouldn't say it to somebody in person on a wedding day because you'd feel like, wow, that might come out a little harsh. I would like a tip at the end of the day. Um, don't say it in a reel. Okay. So just kind of keep that in mind. We are not making these reels for other artists. Okay. The ones who share that shit like wildfire or other artists, unless your goal with your Instagram is to build a huge following of fellow hairstylists and makeup artists and become an educator and either sell them business education or practical skills education. Okay. Those are not the type of people that we're trying to target with our reels. Okay. So keep that in mind. Who is the audience? that you are trying to speak to when you're creating this reel and you're putting it out there. All right. Um, that, so th that might be something that, you know, where you're feeling like, Oh, Instagram isn't working for me. I'm, I'm getting all of these views and I'm getting all of these shares, but I'm not getting any more bookings. Well, talk, take a look at your tone and take a look at who you're talking to. Are you talking to your brides and you're trying to build value and trying to build this authority of why you're fucking amazing? Or are you trying to make other hairstylists laugh? Okay. So, just really keep in mind with that. And also, um, when it comes to reels, the trending audio and specifically the lip syncing trend is really starting to die out. It's getting very old. It's getting very overdone. Okay. Trending audio for music is a great way to get extra virality and extra visibility and exposure for us in our specific industry. Using that audio gets us higher um, visibility and a higher chance of getting on the explore page because it's a very popular audio, all right? And we can put that over whatever our marketing message is. When you're going with things that are lip syncing, you are restricted to the tone of voice and the message that those words are putting out there. Okay, it takes a little bit more forethought and strategy and creativity to take a sarcastic, funny limp sync audio and make it positive and educational. Um, and then honestly, it, when when everybody is using that, like it really gets old um, and people are skipping over it. So it may be trending, but people aren't watching it. So they're skipping over it because they're like, oh my God, I'm so sick and tired of hearing that same fucking thing over and over and over again. And they immediately skip past it when they start to hear it. And because they aren't watching the whole thing, Instagram is saying, well, your, your reel isn't very good. Even though you're using a trending audio, people aren't watching it. They're just skipping through it. They're only watching a half a second of it versus the whole 15 seconds. So your reel is not very good. So we're not going to show it as much to your audience. All right. And your audience is who you want to see your content because your audience already knows you and already likes you. They're already following you for a reason. They are warm leads. OK, so keep in mind with that. Um, there's more of a focus on original audio and there has been for the last several months. So if you can create content where you're speaking to the camera and you're speaking to the audience, it creates a deeper connection because it's like having a conversation. 
Okay. It feels like you're speaking directly to them and they feel like, um, it's more important and they listen and they connect with the message a little bit better. So try shifting your content a little bit to that. And for more additional strategies, you can join starting tomorrow, uh, Visibility Factor. It is relaunching. It will be open until January 31st. It has been updated with the technical side as well as the strategic side for 2023 updates. Okay, you get a whole bunch of fun bonuses, including a full Instagram audit um, from me where I will go through and I will help you to um, take what you've been doing on Instagram and tweak it to make it work a lot more effectively. Um, I have a coaching student who I did just a one-off coaching session and her, her concern was Instagram. She felt like she didn't really understand Instagram. She wasn't good with technology and she really felt like she was being left behind by the younger artists, the newer artists. She felt like everybody had really leveled up during COVID when, um, weddings weren't and, because these people had taken all of this time and invested it into their Instagram, that suddenly they were so much more successful than she was. And she was just like, I really need to understand Instagram so I can get myself up to that level as well. And again, this was a lot of this was actually a mindset issue because throughout our coaching session, I realized she really does understand the technical side and the, the details of Instagram. She didn't have a problem with that. We needed just really to shift her mindset surrounding Instagram to be more strategic about things and understand stuff a little bit better. Um, we updated her bio. That was one of the biggest things that was holding her back. So when I do an Instagram audit for you, I will go in piece by piece to help you optimize your bio. And by an optimized bio, that's how you get people to see you as an authority and start to follow you. They find you from something that you post and you, you either educate or entertain them. And they're like, okay, well, let me click on their profile and see if they have more content like this. Are they worth a follow? The first thing that they're going to see is they're going to see your bio and they're going to make a snap judgment on whether or not you are worth following before they even sit there and browse through the rest of your content. So by really updating your bio, you're incentivizing and you're optimizing um, people into following you so that they can continue to see more content down the road versus they like take 30 minutes, you know, you know, binge all of your content and click away and then that's it and they're gone. So you want to, you want to really optimize them following you so they continue to see your stuff later. Okay. So we updated her bio. We cleaned up her highlights. Um, we moved her hashtags to the caption versus the first comment. Um, it's been about two weeks and she's got almost 20 new followers. Okay. So that is also one of the bonuses inside of visibility factor. So when you join the course, you get all of these things so you can instantly optimize what you're already doing. It's not going to take all this extra time and all this extra work. The entire course is meant to help you be more strategic so that you can use your time more effectively and it takes you way less time and you see way more results. Okay. And the biggest part of it is usually shifting your mindset. Okay. It's not about views or likes or shares. Okay. It's about building your value. Okay. It's educating your clients on who you are, what you provide of value and how you do it better than everybody 
else. Now the keys to that, okay, I could teach you all of the strategies and everything inside of um, Instagram, but if first you don't have the foundation of your business built, getting more views on Instagram and, and your, your reels, even if they are reaching a lot of people in your local area or brides in your area, if they are not targeted to who your dream bride is, who is most likely to actually buy from you or to actually book with you, okay? All the visibility in the world isn't gonna help your business. All the views, the likes, it doesn't matter how amazing your content that you create is. If it is not reaching the right people to begin with, it's not gonna do shit for your business, okay? You might as well become a content creator at that point and just get paid for your views. Okay, so you really need to start with who is your dream bride? Who is your audience? Who are you actually trying to speak to? Okay, so once you have that dialed in, you know who you're trying to get in front of, we can create a strategy and we can create content that speaks to that person. But just because you're speaking to the right people doesn't mean that your message is going to be effective. The next key to that is defining your USP, your unique selling proposition. What is special about you? You're not just a hairstylist or just a makeup artist. You're not just a hairstylist or makeup artist in Chicago or Dallas or New York. Okay, you don't just do boho hairstyles or glowy uh, romantic makeup. Okay. That is not what makes you unique. There are a million other people in your area, even who do what you do stylistically, artistically. That's not what sets us apart. We have to understand what makes us unique as a business and who we're trying to get in front of. Okay. When we have those two pieces together, that is when you build a strategy to get the right message in front of the right people. And that is why so many people fail when it comes to Instagram and they don't get the results that they want because they don't know who they're trying to speak to and they don't need they don't know what that person needs to hear about them to book with them. Okay? So that's why strategy is so so important. You have to showcase who you are what you provide a value, how you do it better in a way that's visually appealing because Instagram is a highly visual um, platform. And it's amazing that we work in an industry that's highly visual. We're literally fucking artists, okay? We get to be visually appealing, okay? But it still needs to get seen by the right people. That is when it gets successful. That's when you can use Instagram to actually grow your business. Okay. Um, strategy is more important than ever with Instagram. It's not just about putting out content. It's not just about getting seen. It is getting the right message seen by the right people. So, um, Instagram is dead for the people who don't want to bother with that for the people who literally just want to put pictures or just put videos out there and hope the right people find them or who don't even know who the right people are for their business. Yes, for those people, Instagram is dead. You're beating a dead horse, babe. You're, you're wasting your time. 
But for the people who are like, no, I want to have the most successful business. I want to fill my calendar with brides who are amazing that I love working with. And I want to make more money. I want to be able to improve my reputation within my area. I want to become, you know, in demand, higher priced, happier and work less. Instagram is an amazing tool for you. You absolutely can achieve that through the Instagram platform and you can do it super easily with the right strategies that do not take you a lot of time. It'll take you time at the outset. I'll tell you that much right now. You're going to have to invest time into educating yourself, into shifting your mindset to approach it differently, and then implementing these strategies and planning all of these details out. Once you build the foundation, everything else comes faster. Everything comes out really quick and easy. You can go in and be like, I know who I'm speaking to, what I need to say to them to help them with this problem. Boom, you've written a caption. You have that formula all put together. How long does it take you to make a recipe for the first time when you don't know? It takes you a little bit longer. But when it's something that you've done over and over and over and over again, you do it much faster. Same thing with, you know, um, creating a new updo, okay? Uh, high buns are super in for 2023. If you really haven't been doing high buns and you've been focusing on half up dues or low buns, you don't have the muscle memory built up to do a high bun and get these results quickly and efficiently. You haven't built that muscle memory. You haven't built that repetition of building the right foundation and knowing where to pin on the head for each person and questions to ask and all that kind of stuff. Once you start doing it, I bet you by the end of 2023, by doing it over and over and over again by so, for so many people or practicing the shit out of it before big wedding season hits for you, you're going to get faster and easier with it. You've built that foundation, that muscle memory. You've built the foundational um, information in your mind. Okay. So if you want Instagram to work for you, it's going to take a time investment at the beginning, but then afterwards it's going to be quick and it's going to be easy and it's going to be successful and it's going to snowball. And you're going to see so much fucking success by the end of the year. If you decide I'm going to take the time to learn the strategies so that the next time that the uh, Instagram algorithm changes, I'm not like, well, fuck, I got to start all over and learn something new. You can be like, okay, that's cool. I already know how to consistently get results. Now, maybe I can learn a new tool inside of it to boost my results. But I already know that what I'm doing is getting me results. It may not be getting as many likes. It may not be getting as many followers. Okay, but that's just vanity metrics. If it's still getting you sales and it's still working, when you know the foundations and you know the strategies, you will always get more sales. It will always work for you. You just may need to tweak the, the little details. Instead of it being a, a low bun, it's now just a high bun. Okay, it's still the fucking bun. You still get the results. Okay, you're still an amazing hairstylist, even if the trends change. Okay, so that you have to approach Instagram that same way. It's still the same system. You're still creating the same thing. When you know how to create it, you can make artistic changes and differences as trends evolve and you still consistently get results. So 
um, if you're interested in learning a lot more in depth about this, um, Visibility Factor, like I said, is relaunching tomorrow, January 24th, okay? It'll be open for eight days, open until January 31st um, with the 2023 updates, okay? And then after that, it will not be available for several months to be able to purchase individually. The only way you'll get access to it is if you join um, Next Level Bridal Business, my full course, and you'll only be able to get access to it when you sign up within 48 hours of watching my webinar. So um, if you are interested in the course and you don't want to pay for it uh, separately and you just want to take my whole business course, uh, go to my Instagram, click on one of my pinned posts, sign up for my free webinar, and then sign up for the course within 20, excuse me, 48 hours um, after watching the webinar. Um, and you'll get the whole full course, which also has been updated for 2023. You'll get the 2023 updated version of Visibility Factor automatically included. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope that I have helped to um, shift your mindset again. A lot of my, my podcast episodes this month are really dedicated to helping to shift your mindset around these triggers, around these speed bumps and these hurdles to your business so that you can more efficiently and effectively get over them. Um, so hopefully you're, you're approaching Instagram a little bit more differently. Hopefully I've opened your eyes for a few things. And if not, hopefully I hope I've, you know, at least made you uh, laugh a little bit um, and feel a little bit more seen in this community of bridal artists. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.